0: Hey everybody, it's Dr. Heidi, your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist. Welcome back to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. And today, before I start anything, I want to dedicate this episode of um, It's Not Normal, It's Toxic to someone and her business. So uh, as you all know, if you've been listening to my podcast for the last year and a half, I started this podcast, first of all, to get my story out, second of all, hopefully to reach others, and third of all, to get me used to speaking. So you'll notice that if you listen to all of them, I, for lack of a better term, have been winging the podcast. I don't know that much about technology, and I just knew I had to live by that old start by starting thing, so just one day I woke up and did it. And that's how the podcast started. Well, if you've listened to the last couple episodes, you have noticed that now I have an official intro and closing to the It's Not Normal, It's Toxic podcast. And wow, it made me almost feel like I want to listen to this. It sounded so professional. And I'm so excited about it because as you know, just this weekend, we hit 50,000 listens. So I'm starting to take the podcast a lot more seriously than just me trying to learn to speak and you know tell my story. I am reaching people and people are reaching out to me and letting me know that I'm making a difference and the stories from my clients and the guests are making a difference. So it's a big deal. So this episode, I would like to dedicate to um, Amber, is her name, and she is with PFP Consulting. And you can follow her on Instagram at PFP Consulting, And she actually did the intro and the closing for me. And I didn't know exactly what she meant when we started with it. And when she sent me the finished product, I was so excited because I don't think I could put anything together that sounded that great. So if you are looking for any type of work like that to be done. PFP Consulting on Instagram is how you can get a hold of her. And I'm dedicating this uh, episode to her. And I'm so thankful that she took the time to help me out with that intro and that closing for the podcast. So, today, a couple of announcements. Um, the group coaching is starting tomorrow. I wanna make it clear the group coaching isn't anything new. It's just moved from in my office here in St. Louis with people coming into a meeting room onto a secret Facebook group. So if you've been wanting to take advantage of one of the coaching programs but because of finances or distance or time, have not been able to, this is the answer. This is what people have been asking for. Um, So it it is the step between listening to the podcasts being in the support group and my private one-on-one coaching—it is the step between. It's very affordable. Uh, you have access to me because I will be in the Facebook Live with you, and um, and you can watch it on any on your own schedule. So if you don't make the live class, it, it's going to stay in the group, so you can watch it anytime that week. Questions going to be put in. I can answer them. We'll address them at the next class. So if you've been wanting to take advantage of the, you know, education understanding empowerment and freedom that i push in my coaching programs and those are proven by the way you can go read testimonials on my website this is a great way for you to do it on your own time in your own budget with um at from anywhere that you're located and i notice um, because of the podcast we're getting listeners all over the world so I had outgrown myself and this was the only option that I had. So the first class starts tomorrow. It is a 12 week revolving class. You can jump in at any time. You stay in it for as long as you want. Initial enrollment is $278. That gets you the entire Freedom Me online program in a written form, plus your first $79 monthly membership fee. And then it's a $79 reoccurring for four classes, which is absolutely affordable for any type of coaching, um, especially this kind of topic that can be touchy and can be dangerous for some people. So it's a a great opportunity for you to get into it. Now the $79 membership fee, you can stay in it as many months as you want and you can jump out with a 30-day notice and we can take um, the payment information off. So that is starting tomorrow. So if you're wanting to get into one of my programs, it's a great place to start. Uh, the private coaching is application only. Right now, there is a waiting list. You're welcome to fill out the application. You stay um, in order with approval. You can move from the online into the private at any time. So don't think that if you do one, you can't scoot over into um, into the private coaching from there or vice versa. If you're finished up with the private coaching, you can jump back down into the Freedom Me online. So um, that plus the podcast and the Strength Within support group on Facebook, I pretty much have tried to cover anything and everything that people may need, okay? Um, we also have the annual conference, that's not until next spring, and I will keep you posted on anything else that comes about, okay? Today, um, the topic that I wanna talk about is was actually a little bit upsetting to me when I started um, thinking about exactly the points that I wanted to make, and You know, I deal a lot more in the emotional abuse and the narcissistic abuse and the recovery of those and the putting your life back together after you understand where you've been in this big whirlwind of, you know, fault and blame and excuses and criticisms and lies. And you're in this big whirlwind and you have no idea. But I have grabbed onto the emotional and toxic relationship part because there is a lot of help out there for the physical domestic violence. Not that I'm not helping with that and not that I don't feel like that is a a big uh, part that needs help. I just have kind of stuck with the um, emotional abuse because I feel like that's where my history has been. But today I wanna talk about the different types of abuse because they all kind of meld together and one will kind of ebb and flow into the other one and it will get you know it'll get worse and it'll get better and they all kind of intertwine with each other so you can't take one type and you know segregate it from all the other ones because they they are all for the same purpose they are all the tactics of them are all applied for the same exact thing um and they are all cyclic so we all know about the different types of abuse. We know the, to the types of the physical abuse, okay? Physical abuse is any type of harm or danger that comes through uh, putting someone's life in danger, uh, hurting them, causing them pain, making them feel like they're physically in danger. And we all kind of know that. We also know that emotional abuse when the reactions stop from the victim, emotional abuse often escalates into physical abuse. Uh, there is also sexual abuse. Now we all know sexual abuse runs through the physical abuse and it runs through the mental abuse and it runs through all of those because a lot of times it is it is used as a control thing. So the sexual abuse is another type or form of abuse but then is also under the big umbrella of abuse. Uh, verbal and emotional abuse, that is, and these are definitions that I have come up with. These are not definitions that I've pulled off of anywhere. I'm sitting here literally just talking. So, um, but the the verbal or the emotional abuse, I really believe comes in for with criticisms and comparisons and the, oh, you're not good enough, and the continually keeping you on the thought pattern of uh, no confidence, low self-esteem, you're not worthy of stuff. Mental abuse. Mental abuse also runs very closely with the verbal and emotional abuse. Mental abuse, I would probably, um, attribute to an example, maybe more of the gaslighting and the lies, the abuse that makes you question your reality, right? And, and when you question your reality, it makes you dependent on somebody else for your reality. So the mental abuse is the, is the crazy making type of abuse. So, you know, we have all of these different types of abuse. Now I want to remind you, I say this at least once on every podcast, toxic people in general need certain things to feel like they're secure. And I always preach four things. It's control, power, attention, and admiration. So when you're looking at these different types of abuse, remember control, power, attention, and admiration. Physical, sexual, verbal, emotional, and mental. All of the tactics that are used through all of those types of abuse is for control. It's to have the upper hand. It's to make sure that the toxic person, regardless of their diagnosis, the toxic person has control of people and situations around them. So they feel more secure in themselves. The type of abuse that I want to cover today is so intertwined in the other. I don't, Think I would have even necessarily thought of it when I was in my different toxic situations. I don't think I would have even thought of it as a separate type of abuse. But now that I've been doing this, I'm looking at it going, yes, it runs through all of them, but it and it, it and of itself is kind of its own little monster. And what I'm talking about is financial abuse. And because it runs so closely with the others, You don't realize the extent and the damage and the control it's having over you when you're in a relationship or a situation or a family or a business environment where you're being financially abused. So I wanna talk about that a little bit today and not that it is going to shed a lot of light on stuff for you because some of the stuff you're already gonna know, but it may connect some dots and it may make you understand why certain things are happening. So just remember that the financial abuse works in controlling a victim's ability to take care of themselves. Now, I apologize, I don't like to use the word victim um, because we all, we not to offend anybody, but we're not going to be victims forever because in in the work that I do, we are survivors, and we're warriors, and in the end, we're powerful. So when I use the word victim, it's normally in definition, and I absolutely don't want anybody to think that I use the word victim looking down on anybody. Um, sometimes it's just lack of a better term. So, So financial abuse involves someone controlling another's ability to either acquire money, maintain a stream of money, um, have savings, have a good job, um, anything that they can do to keep another person on a lower level than them so that they can become dependent on them for their monetary needs. Um, They have a lot of different tactics that they use for this, but it's to maintain control Over somebody else's finances. Because like it or not, in this day and age, finances are your resources. If you don't have access to finances somehow, a lot of the resources that you can get a hold of to get yourself in a safe place or to move yourself forward or to move yourself out of a bad place are not available to you. So while Financial abuse is less commonly understood. It, it is one of the biggest manipulative tactics that toxic people use to keep you in a spot that they know they can keep control. It allows them to stay powerful over you. Now, I know in couple situations, a lot of times it's normal for one to manage the bills and one to manage the household. Or, you know, one to handle all the investments and the other to handle the kids. So, you know, that's not such a far off thing unless you're in a situation that's unhealthy. Because the effects that financial abuse can have on you can be very, very devastating. And if a toxic person is doing everything in their power to make sure that they don't lose control of you, Giving you access to resources and giving you access to money would be a mistake on their part. So to keep you where you are stuck or have to stay or are dependent on them by removing resources that you need to leave them or to stand up to them or to break free of them, That is a huge way that they can control you. So very, very devastating. Aside from that, if you don't have your own money, the criticisms and the inadequacy are, you know, feel like they're twice as big. Uh, Financial abuse is one of the reasons that victims or we stay with toxic people, stay in bad environments, stay in a toxic upbringing, stay in an unhealthy work environment. Because if we don't have access to the things we need to get out, or if we're unsure that we are gonna make it once we're out, that gives them the security of knowing that we're not going anywhere. Uh, Financial abuse is also one of the biggest reasons that people go back into an abusive cycle after they've left. Because, um, and I'm gonna go through a lot of different points here in a minute, but um, toxic people make it very hard for us to stand on our own two feet once we leave because of ruined credit or um, a bad job track, you know, a track of a bad job resume or, um, you know, unable to get loans or unable to get housing and sometimes even going without food or what we need or health insurance because we've been financially cut off. So if you, it one, keeps you from leaving and two, if you do, often makes you come back. And you know, your toxic person is all about you becoming dependent on them. So I'm just drawing your attention to the financial abuse because I do believe that in my situations, yeah, it was there, but I don't think I realized how impactful it was. You know, and there's all different levels. Some of them are, some toxic people will make sure that you you have enough money so you can't say you don't have money. But then there's others that, you know, demand you turning over your paycheck and turning in all the receipts that you have and you know, very inconsistent in what they're allowed to spend and what you're allowed to spend. So it's just like the toxic person in general. It can be anywhere from mild all the way to very extreme. The financial abuse can be the same thing. And they're also very good at making it look like they give you everything that you need. So there's a couple different ways that toxic people or people that are unhealthy for us or people that are seeking control. Use finances or use the resources that we need to keep us trapped. Um, financially dependent on vict- on abusive people is where they want us. So the couple ways that they do this is they will control the things that you already have. They'll control your assets or they'll control your car or they'll control your bank account. So if there's a large purchase, they will either keep it away from you so that if it's sold, none of it is in your name, or if it betters them, they'll put it in your name so if something goes wrong with it, then the debt is in your name. They will demand that you ask permission on what you spend, but the rules are not the same when they get to make their their purchases. Many times, especially I find this when I'm working with the family law attorneys, um, limiting your knowledge of what is actually going on in the financial aspect of the relationship, hiding funds, uh, moving funds, investing things that you would never ever know about. And if you ask about, you will never, um, they will never give you the information that you need. Um, withholding passwords, possibly not letting you carry a checkbook or a debit card, um, just withholding the things that you need to have access to the money. They a lot of times will um, require you to go through the receipt, say you are the one that goes and gets groceries, you have to turn the receipt in so they can go and make sure that you haven't spent it on something that you're not supposed to spend it on, or you're staying in quotes budget For that week's grocery bill. Um, They like to criticize you on your decision-making as far as finances go so that just like every decision we make, you know, we've talked about decisions. I just did a podcast on decisions a couple weeks ago. They take your decision-making ability away by saying you don't make good financial decisions. So what does that do? You quit making financial decisions, which then allows them to make the financial decisions for you. Um, many times they'll ask your opinion on a purchase. You'll give your opinion, they will do whatever they want anyway, and then say, well, I asked you what your opinion was. They act like they, you would have been able to stop that purchase or stop that investment or stop moving that money. Um, but they feel like they're justified in doing that if they ask your opinion or they give you half of the story to get you to approve of something, but they didn't give you the whole story. So then that way they can say, we talked about this. Um, But just a lot of hiding or, you know, taking funds or um, things in cash, finding, you know, they'll stash cash because then you can't track it, different things like that. But so controlling your, your assets that you have shared or the things that you have, you know, using your car using your car, using your house, using the things that you already own as their own without permission. So wearing your stuff out so that you have to take financial responsibility to fix it or replace it. So they'd rather spend your money than theirs. So it's a continual cycle of um, insisting that you share your income, but they don't share theirs. Or your income goes to pay for the whole house and theirs goes into quote savings or investments. Well, do you really know where this is going? Because at the end of the day, if you're doing all the house stuff and they've got investments, they've probably got them hidden anyway. And, um, you know, as I was going through and getting some of this stuff in my head, it was almost upsetting to me because I started realizing um, how blind I was to some of this. And again, because we don't want conflict, we don't want to fight about it. You know, they get their way because otherwise there's conflict. Now another way that um, I hear it more often than I ever thought I would is toxic people will interfere with your job. Why do they interfere with your job? Because if you can't keep a job, you can't keep steady income. You can't get resources that you need to leave. So how they do that is they, you get a good job and they show up at work or they call you too much or they text you all the time so that obviously you get in trouble at work for allowing personal stuff to invade and you lose your job or they will even go as far as taking your car keys or you know flattening your tires so that you're late messing up the babysitter plan so that you can't get the kids there they will sabotage a good job that you have so that you once again a get to hear how you can't hold down a job and they have to do everything and you're not good enough But B, it keeps you from establishing resources that you would need to ever get out from underneath their control. So um, a lot of times they'll minimize the job that you have. Well, I don't know why you're doing that. You know, that hardly pays anything anyway. So they'll talk you into quitting it and then make excuses for you not to get a new one. Well, if you've either been talked out of working or been forbidden to work or been talked out of finishing school, finishing your degree, The whole premise behind that is so that you become financially dependent on them. They like to tell you where you can work and where you're not allowed to work. So that way they control that also so your job options are a lot smaller. Sabotaging you or not honoring your work responsibilities, like if you have to do after hours stuff or if you have to be there early or if you have to go on weekend trips or travel or be on the phone at home. They won't accommodate to that, which then gets you in trouble. And you know, you feel powerless splitting your trying to split your honor between home and work. And you really want to be at work, for one, it's the only way you get away from the toxic situation. And two, you know that if you don't build up some resources, you don't get to have any control over anything that you do. Now, I was definitely in a situation or two like this. And really what happened is they, the money that I would bring in was controlled, even though I was the one that earned it. You know, it's not that I, it wasn't that I was wanting for anything. You know, there was always a car, I was taken care of, I had groceries, but any money that I earned, I did not get to say over how we spent it. You know, um, of course, there was things that you decided on um, jointly, and that's fine. But the things that I'm talking about is, taking your money, you're using your credit cards, you're using your checking account, without your permission, or borrowing money without repaying it. You know, you would never dare ask them to borrow money because it would be, well, what do you do with all your money? But they don't have a problem asking for money, and then they don't repay it because they don't feel obligated to. I remember, you know, when I would get hobbies. I am an entrepreneur, so I turn hobbies into businesses. But anytime I had a little bit of money, there was an excuse why I couldn't keep it. The family needed this, or the car needed that. And even though there was streams of income coming in from other places, the security of me just having that little safety net didn't work out really well for the toxic people in my life. They wanted to know that I had nothing, because if I had something, I had the power to do something with it. So there was always an excuse where any money that I earned extra from my job had to also go somewhere else. Um, They feel totally It's like they always tease when you get married that you know her money is her money and our money is her money. Well that's kind of how it is in a toxic relationship. A toxic person's money is their money but your money is their money also. So and the demanding that you turn over your paycheck or demanding that your paycheck gets automatically deposited into a joint account or um, putting more bills on you than you can afford to pay so you know that no matter how hard you work or how matter how much money you earn, it has to go to the bills that the toxic person said you have to pay. Um, You know, we get in trouble financially and we're berated and criticized, but they will get in trouble financially and we are expected to bail them out, rescue them, fix it, you know, um, fix their credit, while ours is absolutely crumbling underneath. And the reason... I know that there's many of you out there going, yes, that's exactly what's happening. I feel like I can never get, you know, anything together. So if even if I wanted to get out of here, I couldn't. Well, that too, in the scope of every other tactic and every other thing that I have talked about on this podcast, that is also a tactic to gain and and keep control over you. Now, let's talk about how you can get out from underneath this. I don't know how to give each and every one of you advice on How to fix this. When I was asked to do a podcast on this, I really want to give some takeaways. But with everybody's situation being different, I don't want to say anything that's going to put anybody in danger. So my job here in this podcast is to make you aware that if you are struggling with finances, or struggling with being cut off from finances, or struggling with your finances being taken away or controlled, I need you to be aware that it is a form of abuse. They do that to keep you stuck, to keep you dependent. And especially if you're in a situation that you have kids. You know, it's one thing if you're able to leave and take care of yourself, but you can't leave and take three kids uh, if they've totally controlled or hidden or cut you off of the finances. So I guess this is just kind of an educational podcast because I knew it was all intertwined and I always see it intertwined, but today I want to take it out separate as an entirely different type of abuse because it is a way that they use to keep you there and make you come back. And they know it works just just like the criticisms, just like the blame, just like laying the guilt on you. They know that it works. So just like everything else, education leads to understanding. So now that you know that this is a form of control, you're going to have to start making a plan to figure out how to get some resources put somewhere so you have them when you need them. Because, you know, we talk about criticism, okay? You hear the same name every day and you cry and you feel bad, but eventually you get used to it. We have to start learning how to cope with these things because it's not normal. It's toxic, and the reason it's toxic is because somebody else is taking control of what you are meant to control. And the financial thing I think has got me kind of worked up because I have a lot of clients right now going through the leaving process and they're finding money is missing, money is gone, Assets they thought they had have been long sold um, and that and the money that money is gone. Wills are being changed, beneficiaries are being changed. names are being taken off of joint accounts. Um, you know with all of the automatic deposits, things are being switched and pulled out of bank accounts before they can even get to the bank to take anything out. So I just want you guys to be very, very aware that the financial aspect of this is also abuse and the reason it is done is to is to remain in control. Now you can message in if you have particular questions on your situation. I just don't want to put any steps or any suggestions out there when I don't know your specific story because the last thing I want to do is put somebody in danger. So if that's the case and anything in this podcast sounds familiar, um. You can set up a consultation with me, and this is this goes for any of the podcasts If one of these podcasts has hit home and you're like, "I need to talk to that woman." We've actually got it set up now that we are we we were not doing this up until the last couple of weeks. You are able to schedule a one hour full session with me to go over whatever it is that you have a question about because I know you're waiting a week between podcasts and you're getting as much information as you can. Um, and unless people, you know, want to do the private coaching or get into the support group and ask these questions, it's been hard for people to actually, you know, get to the depth of some of this nitty gritty stuff that's going on in their particular situation that may not they may not want to put on the Facebook group or they may not want to ask their friends about. So you can go right on my website and you can book a full session with me. It's it's one hundred and twenty five dollars but you will get the feedback for your particular situation. It doesn't make me near as worried if I know what's going on and the type of person that you're dealing with to give you some tips and advice. So awareness wise, this is the toxic relationship awareness, financial abuse is abuse. So if you are being held in an unhealthy spot or an unhealthy situation because of finances, that is a red flag. It's not just because that's the way it's always been or that's how my mom and dad did it. If you don't have the resources to get yourself to safety or to get the help that you need to remove yourself from a toxic situation, let me know. That's which is why we've created some of the free things and we've created some of the, you know, the support groups. I know the situation you're in. I was there. I was there in debt. I was there trying to make a living. I was there trying to start over. And I get it 100%, but I also promise it's not the end of your story. And the podcast today is is absolutely to call to your attention that it is a form of control. It isn't necessarily the way a marriage is supposed to work or an upbringing is supposed to be. The controlling of your finances is to keep you dependent on them and in a spot where you can't get out. Again, this is Dr. Heidi. This is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. I hope you found um, a little bit of information you could use today. Also remember the Strength Within support group is um, growing rapidly and there's a lot of good people in there. So until next time, um, take care of yourself and be safe.